0: And I will be moderating this discussion today. We're pleased to have John Nomikos, head of the Research Institute for European and American Studies, join us to discuss Turkish threats to Greece. John Nomikos will speak for 10 minutes and then open it up for questions. Should you wish to ask a question, please use the Q&A box located at the bottom of your screen. We'll do our best to get to all participants or to all questions, but we have many participants on this webinar, so I apologize in advance if we do not get to yours today. And with that, I'll turn the discussion over to John Nomikos.
1: Okay, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from Athens, Greece. I would like to make a few observations in the 10 minutes that I have. it, And I will start you know, by stating that uh, today, the Greek forces are alert for conflict with Turkey in the summer period, July, August, possibly, Turkey today plays the cat mouse game by declaring no peace, no war between Greece and Turkey. Yesterday, the Turkish authorities have begun to send illegal immigrants to the Greek island and to the Greek Turkish border in the Evros River. The Turkish Coast Guard. Has uh, escorted, you know, the illegal migrant to the Greek island. In addition, a large number of Turkish intelligence officers have entered the northern part of Greece. We have uh, the regional municipality called Thrace, which is very close to the Turkish border, to the Greek-Turkish border, and uh, the Turkish intelligence officers have uh, started to pursue psychological operation against the Greek Muslim community. Now, I would like to ask you, my distinguished audience, is Mr. Tayyip Erdogan, the president of Turkey, bluffing against Greece or waiting for the right time to attack Greece, regardless of Mr. Erdogan's serious, healthy problem that he faced today? I do believe that, that Mr. Erdogan, the president of Greece, is not bluffing at all. He's looking for the right time, and he will attack Greece. Mr. Erdogan is taking advantage. The Turkish-Libyan exclusive economic zone, which is legitimate, is illegal. And he will start uh, oil drilling in the Eastern Mediterranean Sea, sometimes by the end uh, of the summer he declared that he will do the oil drilling oil drill in the aegean and the mediterranean sea sometimes end of august beginning of september and of course uh, this illegal turkish libyan exclusive economic zone is touching the greek water which is uh, very close to the greek island of Crete, and uh, by doing so the Turkish authorities have disappeared the Greek island of Castellorizo, Megisti from Greece. Professor Daniel Piper rightly is watching closely the development of the Greek island, Megisti Castellorizo, which tremendously important for Europe. And the Turks authorities tried uh, to violate uh, by sending you know, illegal migrants to the Greek island, including Castellorizo, and try it, you know, to make the oil drilling in the Castellorio area. Also, nowadays, the Turkish-Libyan exclusive economic zone is the biggest national security threat eh, to the stability in the Mediterranean region, including Greece, eh? and eh, I'll probably say that this uh, Turkish-Libyan exclusive economic zone is uh, bigger than the tsunami of the illegal immigrant that we receive uh, uh, today and uh, as Mr. Erdogan said he is going to push more migrants uh, to Greece uh, in the coming days the coming weeks. I do believe uh, that the situation today is very critical and the Greek forces are on alert and uh, they expect uh, that Mr. Erdogan, uh, is going to make a move sooner or later. The Greek prime minister, Mr. Misotakis, on 16th of June, he's planning to go to Israel. I hope that Greece and Israel will make a a defense alliances, a defense alliances to to defend the Turkish forces, which primarily are controlled by the Kemalists. Despite of the Gerda Marie and the uh, Turkish intelligence community, which controlled primarily by Mr. Erdogan, and the, as you know, the Kemalists today behave like sharks looking for blood uh, in the Aegean and Mediterranean Sea. Also, there is a lot of discussion. Could I say rumors, or it could become a fact? And the question that I would like, that like to apply to you is, does the Turkish attack on Greece in the summer period destabilize Erdogan government and offer the Kemalists the opportunity to prepare another military coup in the summer 2020 to overthrow Erdogan from power? This is rumor that I have heard eh, from Turkish citizens a week ago. I cannot, you know, verify this is going to happen, but this is a hypothetical scenario that uh, the Kemalists would love to push, uh, to push Erdogan to have a, a warm incident with Greece. However, Greece, Israel, Cyprus, United States and Egypt must proceed faster. The East Mediterranean Energy Security Act supported rightly by Trump administration regardless of the domestic problem or issues that the United States faces today. They need to give more emphasis on the East Mediterranean because the situation here is uh, critically and ready to explode. And uh, I would like uh, to ask myself and possibly my distinguished audience, who cares if Turkey destabilizes NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, in the Aegean Mediterranean Sea. It's an uh, oxymoron to see two NATO members fighting each other and create instability because of uh, Mr. Erdogan, uh, Ottoman's, you know, dreams to conquer or to, you know, make, you know, his dream or his vision or his Ottoman Empire become a reality, not only in Syria, in the Middle East, but he's trying to destabilize uh, also, North Africa is a Mediterranean energy. What NATO does? I don't have the answer because I don't understand the psychology of the General Secretary in NATO when he stayed neutral, instead, you know, and intervene and ask the two NATO members just to be, you know, if I use the word, you know, stability and to respect, you know, uh, the, the stability of the NATO. In the, in the Eastern Mediterranean and Aegean. And finally, I would like to uh, thanks all of you and especially the Mirror East, Eastern Forum and the professor Daniel Pipe, a distinguished scholar who gave me the opportunity to share in 10 minutes my, uh, uh, my, my, uh, my, my thought and my uh, assessment regarding uh, the Turkish uh, threat to Greece. Uh, Turkey right now is fully uncontrolled and uh, it has been uh, totally manipulated, you know, by the Russian foundation. Russians are not going to intervene to provide any kind of stability in the Mediterranean. They used Turkey as a, as a proxy state, uh, you know, to destabilize NATO, to destabilize Greece, uh, to destabilize, you know, North Africa and to create security problem to us and to Israel. So I conclude with, one, uh, with one hope. I do believe uh, that Mr. Mr. Takis, the Greek prime minister, makes a defense alliances with Israel on uh, 16th of June when he faces you know, Jerusalem. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm ready to accept Kuerzo.
0: Thank you so much for enlightening us on that today. Uh, so, the first question we have is, how can we stop Erdogan from Islami- Islamicizing Cyprus and Greece?
1: Well, I, I really, the only way to stop Erdogan from creating problems to Greece and, uh, and Cyprus is to have Mr. Trump, you know, administration, uh, ask him to respect the international law, to respect, you know, uh, that uh, NATO needs to be to be to have stability in the eastern Mediterranean and the only state who can ask mr Erdogan to respect NATO membership and uh, to respect you know Greece as a member of NATO and to provide stability is the United States and especially mr. Trump who is the president of the USA but if mr Trump uh, create Mr. Dogan, who is a good friend of mine. We do understand the personal relationship, but here we have to deal with institutional, you know, collaboration and respect. Is not a, a friendly personal greeting. So me, NATO, the General Secretary and Mr. Do- and Mr. Brand should ask him to respect the region and provide stability and not instability. Thank you. Uh,
0: what can be done to get NATO to intervene? Well, uh, what do you mean? Uh, I know you just talked about um, asking them to respect uh, all of this, but...
1: Well, the point is, uh, as a member, two members of NATO respect each other, you know, national security policy. What, how Erdogan is doing right nowadays, he said, you know, the illegal migrant, he started yesterday, he said, you know, he said, again, a, a big number of illegal migrants to the Greek island, you know, uh, escorting and the, uh, the, the Turkish authority, the coast guard, the Turkish coast guard, escort the illegal immigrant in the night time to the Greek island. This is one intervention. Another intervention he's pushing, you know, uh, many uh, Turkish uh, military and Turkish civilian intelligence officers from me to penetrate, you know, the Greek Muslim community and to try, you know, to through the cultural uh, and religious association to create some kind, you know, of a, an easy, uh, how could I say it's an, an easy relationship and they try to give money and try to give, you know, scholarship to the young people in order, you know, to start make a, um, a statement like, uh, we are not Greek Muslim, but we are Turks and we want to, um, we want to annex uh, uh, the Greek and Muslim community with Turkey and uh, all this kind of t- Of course, Now he's going to send uh, again, illegal immigrant to the Greek Turkish border on the, on the river in Evros. And uh, they are going to make camps outside the Greek Turkish border, of course, because they want to break the fence that we have uh, uh, in the Greek-Turkish border. Uh, and of course, uh, they tried to do anything to undermine uh, uh, covertly, of course, not openly, covertly any kind of relationship between the Greek Muslim community and the Greek government.
0: Thank you. Along those lines, what do you see transpiring if Greece defends by force its territory and sea rights against Turkey?
1: Uh, well. Now, the you mean the let me let me get clear how i see the, the, the say again please stacy
0: what do you see transpiring what what will happen if greece defends its force or defends itself by force uh, its territory um and sea against
1: Against Turkey. So well, yeah. the, po- the <laughs> point is, the point is that, uh, okay, I understood. The point is that almost every day for the, for the, for the last decade, uh, we have, you know, Turks violate uh, the Greek Air Force, you know, the Greek Air Force. We have uh, Turks violate the Greek border. The point is, uh, uh, we do, w- Greece knows that as a member of NATO, they have to comply with the NATO rule. So we always t- ask Turks to go back not to violate, they come inside the Greek border, and then we ask them uh, to go out. Now, um, the other scenario is anyone who is violate another another state border, uh, the the armed forces they shoot, you know. But uh, this is the oxymoron: two NATO member, they have to shoot each other, and uh, uh, the Turks always use this kind of um, uh, this uh, Stacy. They use this kind of a uh, cut and Mao's policy, what that means? No peace, no war. What does mean no peace, no war? 80 million are the Turks, 10 million are the Greeks. They have, you know, they tried, you know, to, to say yes, uh, we are a member of NATO, but uh, sometimes we forget it. Uh, the, only, the only state that, that we listen and we respect is the United States. So as, as, as long as they see the domestic problem that the USA faces today, you know, this is the perfect time for Mr. Erdogan to create, a, or to think to create, a, a kind of conflict with Greece. And I remember one thing, Stacy: the, the armed forces are, uh, according to my humble opinion, are, have more, inco- for mo- for more control from the Kemalis. The Gerdamerie and the intelligence community is controlled by Mr. Erdogan. So everybody's looking that the conflict between Greece and Turkey might help uh, the Kemalists create another military coup engage Mr. Erdogan. So the Greek forces now, today we discuss, we are an alert. We are an alert all summertime, even though we have the, corona, the coronavirus, we did very successfully, but uh, everything right now in Greece open and fifteenth of June. And remember something. Greece is not a heavy industry country, right? We don't produce uh, a we don't have a heavy industry. Our only service that we offer here is a uh, tourism. So imagine we have lost uh, 25% of the GNP in tourism. And imagine if the armed forces of Turks, the Turkish armed forces, create a warm incident. This is going to be a total catastrophe for us, not because of the coronavirus for three months but because of the conflict between Turkey will, you know, will destroy uh, the Greek economy. So it is a big problem we face today. Oh gosh, that's that's a lot to handle as
0: a country. Um, So we talked about NATO quite a bit, but what about the European Union? How are Okay. The European,
1: the European, the European Union, according to my t- opinion, is a just a, um, how can I say it precisely? Is a paper tiger. it's a paper tiger. The European Commission in the Brussels, they make all the statement, you know, but uh, without any kind of practical, operational implementation. All right, they keep uh, some kind of neutri- some kind of neutrality. Uh, they know that Greece is a member of the European Union. Since 1981, but uh, they don't do anything, you know, to stop Turkey from the aggressiveness. But only the only thing they are afraid uh, is to keep uh, all the illegal immigrant. A tsunami of the illegal immigrant that comes to uh, that comes primarily from Turkey to Greece. Ninety percent of the migrants who come to Europe comes through Greece, and they would like they would like to have Greece uh, keep them in the Greek land. But they don't realize that the Greece. Uh, is a European state? Is a, the Greek the Greek borders are European borders, and Greece is a small country. How come we can have all the people here? This is a humanitarian crisis. They leave us alone to solve the problem, and the only thing they do is they provide uh, money to Turkey to keep uh, the migrant near to the Syrian-Turkish border. But there is a big problem here who is controlling the European funding when they submit money to the Turkish authority. There is no accounted transparency there to see how the money goes. They have received, Turkey has received more than 5 billion, 5 billion to keep uh, the illegal migrant Syria, uh, Bangladesh, Pakistani, Iranian in the Greek land, but nobody knows where the money goes. So what, the, what Turkey does now, Stacey, they blackmail the European Union. If you don't give us money, we'll send the, the European to Greece and then this is your problem. But remember one thing, covertly inside the European, the, sorry, covertly inside you know the uh, illegal migrant, there are many radicals, there are many jihadists, there are many intelligence officer who come as a, you know, political asylum, you know, migrant, and uh, the Greek authorities have a a tremendous problem to identify who is who, because most of the people who come from Turkey to Greece are undocumented citizens. In other words, they're undocumented people because the human trafficker from Turkey uphold the document, so when they come to us, They come as a human ghost. We don't know where they're coming from. And everybody say, I'm Syria, I'm Kurdish. They are trying to identify themselves in the places that they can apply for asylum. But many of them are radical and terrorist networks.
0: So, can or should Greece find support with Eastern European members of NATO like Poland and Hungary, who fear additional migrants to pressure the other members of NATO?
1: Well, the point is that NATO should uh, take uh, a strong you know, position to ask Turkey to respect uh, the NATO border, which is European borders, and not you know to violate the Greek uh, airspace or uh, just to push uh, Uh, many migrate to Greece. Now, Hungary and uh, Serbia and Poland, of course they have their own policy. Uh, They don't, as you know, there is no European migration policy. They are 27 member states excluded uh, UK, you know, that left the EU. So we are are 27 member states that they follow a unilateral national migration policy. Now imagine the United States, you are a 50 state, and instead of having a federal migration policy, to have a a state migration policy. Everyone in Greece and everyone, anybody in the EU, acts unilateral as the national government decided. So what they say to us, we'll give you money uh, to provide humanitarian assistance to the migrants, and then uh, you will give money to Turkey to hold the people there, but the problem is not going to be solved. So the, the point is that uh, NATO can solve the problem if, if act as a, as a, as an alliance who to protect each other's border. But for this, uh, for, for what we see, and I live every day in Greece, is like NATO now is sometimes is keeping, you know, uh, a neutral possession, which is wrong. The EU does not care about security because they cannot do anything. They do care about uh, how to have the migrant in Greece. Uh, So the situation here is that uh, we are really acting alone. And the only country who really, uh, who can rely and uh, ask for support is the state of Israel, who is uh, two hours from. So we want Greece and Israel, I mean, we want to create a defense alliances with Israel. Because we have the same problem. We save the same national security threat, Stacey. So can you expand a little bit with Greece's relationship with Israel? Well, the point is, as you know, uh, Trump administration has supported the East Mende Energy Act. Thanks, God, the, the President Trump and the, you know, the, foreign, the, 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 the Department uh, Secretary, Mr. Bobeo, signed the energy. The only reason that uh, Israel and uh, Greece must join forces, must join forces and defense, because uh, you know the oil energy cooperation uh, from uh, Israel, Cyprus, um, you know Greece, uh, uh, Egypt uh, is uh, the only tool that provides stability in the Eastern Mediterranean and breaks down the oil monopoly from uh, from Russia. So everyone wants. Uh, uh, in the Eastern Mediterranean, this is uh, an oxygen for Israel, for Greece, for Cyprus, for uh, Italy, for, uh, for uh, you know, for Egypt supported by the United States. You know, we must, uh, we must go on faster than the situation it is now. We know that right now the USA is very busy with the domestic issues. And this is something that uh, would like to have, you know, uh, we like to ask the president, you know, Trump administration, the, the Department of Defense, the Department of State, please uh, proceed uh, with the East Med Act as soon as possible. And another problem we face uh, is that, uh, you know, Libya now needs the assist from the United States because Erdogan is destabilizing the East Mediterranean because Erdogan does not want it, the East Med, uh, the, the Israel Cypriots Israel act to move on and the behind behind you know uh, Mr. Dogan is the Russian Federation who like to stop the ismed and the Greek Israel relation go on that's my humble opinion
0: hmm. so what are the Greece relationship? ah, sorry, What is the Greek relations with the rest of the Arab Muslim countries in the re- region, like you talked about Libya, but
1: can you- Well, well Greece, uh, Greece uh, rightly support, you know, the general Haftar because the general Haftar is representing, you know, the Libyan people and the Libyan tribes. But I'm asking myself, and I'm asking, you know, the, you know, the distinguished audience, the member of the distinguished audience, why Turkey is so interested uh, in Libya? Why he interested Mr. Saraj, who is a Turkish origin uh, Libya citizen. Why? Because right now uh, he really um, makes he really transferred uh, a lot of Libyan money from the Libya Central Bank who is based in, uh, who is based in, uh, in Tripoli, uh, back to the Turkish you know, banks, Number one. Uh, number two, Qatar. Qatar is paying a lot of money, a billion of money to Turkish you know, to hire to hire a missionary from everywhere, primarily, you know, from Syria, Chechnya, to transfer, you know, to Turkey to fight Mr. Haftar. This civil war between the GNA by the Turkish Mr. You know, Sarat, you know, and Mr. Haftar, who is representing the Libyan people, is not going to end. You know, I do believe uh, that uh, uh, Turkey is going to have uh, another Vietnam there, even though now they win uh, sooner or later. I hope Mr. Haftan uh, will take advantage again, will take over Libya because he's fight for his people. He's fighting for the, uh, for the you know, for the Libyan people. But what do you does it, the European Union? Nothing. What NATO does? Nothing. He, NATO general secretary makes statement, you know, supporting Turkey. How come Turkey and how come NATO is intervening in a country that uh, does not uh, threaten NATO? This is another, you know, hypocrisy, all right? And uh, believe me, United States right now because of the uh, domestic problem is not actively, you know, getting involved. But but the Turkish-Libyan, you know, exclusive economic zone, uh, illegitimate, illegal memorandum might uh, create a volcano, a political security volcano in the Eastern Mediterranean which could explode the East Mediterranean act. That's why I do believe that Greece, Israel defense alliances included Egypt must act faster to stop the destabilization of the Aegean Eastern Mediterranean and North Africa. Mr. Erdogan is a, is a man who is really, um, who is really could be, you know, as able with Mr. Hitler. I mean, the, the way he does, uh, he's a facet, all right. He acts he act uh, like a, a man who is really, he's really sick. But right now, he tried to make the whole area blow up. Someone needs to stop this man. Someone Yes, and I know the Middle East Forum has,
0: has had a, a conference with NATO and, and addressed some of these issues here, but um, and do you think Greek Americans are organizing to advocate for the uh, advocate in the U.S. for restraining Turkish
1: aggression? Well, uh, well we, uh, the Greek American, of course, they try to collaborate. Uh, now they try, they do collaborate uh, with, you know, the, you know, with uh, the Jewish lobby, which, uh, you know, very productive. Thanks God, uh, they are a think tank like the Mirror is Forum, uh, who promote uh, objectively, you know, uh, the, 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 the development of what's going on there. Of course, there are several uh, American and Greek and uh, and Israeli Jewish you know, organizations in the United States, and uh, you know there are much collaboration between uh, the American and the, and the, the American Greeks uh, and the Jewish communities, and the many things that they do provide uh, um, studies and they do provide uh, a assessment, assessment, which is on the right way. Just tell you one thing, Stacy. to to understand what's going on. Libya used to be, Libya used to be an an Italian colony. And today, uh, Italian, instead of supporting the Libyan people which is the right thing for us, what they do? You know, they try, you know, to support uh, Mr. Saraz who's under the control uh, of Turkey. He's a puppet for Turkey. Why, you know why? Because the Italian made uh, a business trader uh, to construct uh, a new airport in Tripoli. In other words, the Italian sign up business contract uh, with Mrs. Sarac, who is a Turkish puppet, you know, call himself prime minister. and they put a, uh, you know, business deal more reported, unfortunately that happened in the international politics, more reported than the people who live in the state. And uh, this is really, something that to me is, is unbelievable. They should support the people to, have, to take their lives back. The Libyans belong to Libya, not to the business deal between Libya and the Turkish puppet, you know, government there. Uh, Libya does not belong to Qatar, who supported, you know, all this uh, behind uh, support against Libya through, you know, uh, Turkey. Okay. you see what I'm talking about? Greece is the Libya to have their own country, to take their own country, to have their own life.
0: Yes, very much. Well, thank
1: you so much. We have gone over time,
0: but we had so many questions coming in. There's there's quite a bit of interest in this topic.
1: Along those lines, can you please let us know where to find some more information on this? OK, yes, of course. Uh, if you like to get information, uh, please, uh, Stacy, provide to them to uh, RONDS, uh, the website of the Research Institute for European-America Studies, which is www.rias.gr, We provide, you know, analysis in, uh, in an entire region and the everything, our website is, is 100% in the English language. We don't have any article in Greek. That's why we have it in English because we want it to provide objective, clear-cut, non-compromisable, you know, information uh, to a recipient. Please follow us to have, ex- to, to, to learn and read uh, exactly what's happening in the region. We don't know anything about fake news uh, because our credibility is an objectiveness and we are independent non-profit. The only thick tank in Greece uh, that is independent. Believe it or not, this is is true. Thank you very much. I hope your audience enjoy my uh, discussion. And uh, please, uh, I want to thank especially Professor Daniel Pai, who gives me this opportunity to share uh, my objective analysis with your distinguished mirrorist forum. Thank you, Stacy.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to speak with us. Uh, We have come to the close of our webinar. Please be (laughs) sure to look out for our weekly webinar offerings email coming out this weekend. Please be sure to check out our website, meforum.org, our YouTube channel, and SoundCloud for recordings of past webinars. Thank you.
1: And come to Greece for holiday. (laughs) I
0: guess we'll have to support that tourism.
1: Okay. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.